Another weekend in the books. The weather was beautiful and the fish were biting. Jamie Elting of Grand Creek Outfitters has the details on Bemidji Area Fishing next. in the sand, pulling in a big catch makes me feel like a man, but the wife she just don't understand, I love walleye, perch, trout and bass and if you don't like fishing, you can kiss my four stroke right in the back, cause the fishes all tremble at the thought of me when I'm fishing, Paul Bunyan country Fish and Paul Bunyan Country is presented by Northland Fishing Tackle. Today we check in with Jamie Elting from Grant Creek Outfitters. Jamie, first of all, thanks for uh, joining us today and welcome back to the show. Thanks for calling me every summer. It's always fun to chat fishing with you. Well, let's let's do that then. We, we had a weekend uh, with some decent weather. Uh, how was the fishing out on the various lakes this weekend? It was actually, it was good. We had some, had some good fishing. A lot of the I did not fish Lake Bemidji this weekend, just, I don't know, I decided to step out of my comfort zone, I guess, I don't know, sometimes you got to do that. So we fish, um, I fished a smaller lake, and typically, you know, the smaller ones warm up, the water temp was 65 already, hmm. so at that point I decided, well, I'm, I'm not even, I'm, I stepped out of my comfort zone again, I like to pull spinners, I don't do it a lot, but... I decided with that water temp I'd give it a go, and I was just pulling a little Joe spinner with a leech, and my son and I, we boated some really nice walleye. The lake is, it's the it's a little deeper. The weed line goes out to 14, 15 foot, so we were just, the fish were setting along the weeds, you know, 15, 16 feet, and we... We caught some really nice fish. Most of them were he pitched back because they were overs. Oh. That's never a bad problem to have either, I guess. <laughs> oh. So there's a lot of and we caught northerns and bass and it was a hodgepodge, so it was it was a fun a fun trip. So many great lakes like that in this area where you'll 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 find the bass, you'll find the panfish, you'll find the northerns, you'll find the walleyes. And you can just kind of adjust as the day goes on, and, you know, certain species of fish are, are a little less receptive than they might have been earlier. You try something else. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, that's kind of how it was. We had we had a good breeze to start, so we started it started up catching walleye well, and then the, the, breeze, the breeze dropped a little bit. The wind went down, and so then, of course, the northerns and the bass, and the, I forgot to mention, we did catch a really nice uh, bluegill, too, mm. sunny, so... Okay. It, it was it was just a fun fun trip. Well, we've been fishing for a few weeks now. Where have you done the bulk of your fishing so far this year? Pretty much Bemidji Urban. That's that's where I that's kind of my go-to lake where I get, when I'm guiding clients and it's close to my house. I can be on it in 15 minutes. So and I fished Bemidji quite many years now so i i know the lake pretty well and and generally i can don't have too much trouble finding a fish for fish or two for for my guide clients how has the bite been out on those lakes so far this year it's been it's been good for me i mean we've had days where it was a little bit slower but overall you know if you can the wind's blown every day so yeah kind of play the wind and and 
we've been finding fish, mainly a jig and a minnow bite, jig and shiner, anywhere from three to five foot of water on the on the windy days and the less windy sometimes out to ten to twelve foot when the you know find spots where the new weed growth is coming up and fish that. Where um, have you been spending more of your time, Irving or Bemidji? I've mostly Irving the first weekend or so. It gets it can get a little congested over there. Mm-hmm. So I'm not one to play bumper boats, so most of the time I I go on Lake Bemidji. Sometimes midday I'll swing through and and if it's a little slower on Bemidji we'll go over and fish Irving. But that's midday and there's typically people are working and and the traffic's not quite as bad boat boat traffic. Sure. Um, and, and you were noting jig and minnow primarily on those lakes thus far. Yes, yes, absolutely. Well, I know the first couple of weeks we, you know, from a guide's perspective, you couldn't be guiding. Um, guiding is now available. Have you been able to uh, keep busy in that regard now that guiding's it's been, back? It's been interesting for me um, this year. I had, I have quite a few clients that come up later in the summer. So we were talking about the early season. They were asking me last last summer about how the bite was early and i said oh it can be phenomenal up here just can be you never know what the weather's going to be so they ended up booking to come spring and fall well with the whole covid deal that that didn't work out so we made they've called and i've called me back and we made other arrangements to come you know later this summer when we could fish but it's um yeah, it's, it was it it kind of threw everybody for a loop, I guess you could say. Yeah, it certainly has, and obviously, uh, and I've talked with a lot of guys about this. It it's uh, impacted, you know, the the tournament scene in a big way. A couple of big ones uh, eliminated, and which is really sad because those are big, you know, fundraisers for for the communities that they're in. So um, that's a that's a little unfortunate, but I think that the good news is uh, when we were so cooped up that we were able to. Get out there, just fish, be on water, oh, get some was, fresh air. That huge. was important. Just being outside, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and it's very clear to me. People are out and about. I mean, go to the bait shops or go to L and M Fleet and look at the fishing tackle section. You can't. I mean, it's it's picked over, mm-hmm. and I've never I've never seen it this picked over. I guess since I've been living around Bemidji so people are out and wanting to do something and it looks like fishing won this this spring and that's a great thing <laughs> much more to come with Jamie Elting it's Fish and Paul Bunyan Country presented by Northland Fishing Tackle This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Cutter presented by Northland Fishing Tackle. We're celebrating our 30th anniversary. Jamie LT, my guest today from Grand Creek Outfitters in Bemidji. And Jamie, you've been up here uh, guiding for a while and, and know the culture of the Bemidji area, no doubt. Um, you have kids. Um, I think one of the really good side effects, if you will, is the fact that it has forced people to find something new to do now that they can't do a lot of the spring stuff they normally did. Fishing licenses are way up. Youth fishing licenses at record levels. Uh, I think those are all good for the long-term health of the fishery because I think once people get out there and do this, they'll go, wow, I should have been doing this a lot lot, a lot sooner. Hey, this is kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. 
it's never too late to start, that's for sure. All right. Um, now, I know that you and your son oftentimes go after bass and a few other types of species. You haven't had a chance to do that? So we far? have not yet, but I will tell you the second weekend, there's um, my son and my good friend Mark and Danny Dickinson, we made a trip to Red. Oh. And I, I try to get up there more than once, but generally it's only once a year, and I'm generally a day late on the hot bite. <laughs> we always find fish, don't get me wrong, it's a great great fishery but until this year we went up there and we got up a little later in the day and it was it was really as good a bite as i've i've seen up there anyway we we ended up fishing i think two and a half hours and i know we boated 30 plus walleye so it was that was haven't done any bass fishing but we did make it to red and that was that was a lot of fun okay well for those who you know haven't uh, haven't listened to us for all the years we've been on the air, when you first uh, uh, moved in the area and let me know you were here, we got you on the air. We we did your story and found out how you got into uh, guiding in, in in Paul Bunyan country. But a lot of people probably don't know that story. So tell us a little bit about yourself, Jamie, and and how you found your way to Bemidji. Because you know I can tell by that accent you're not you're not uh, from here originally. No, no, I grew up in. Uh... <laughs> South Central Kansas. Um, if you on a map, if you find Wichita, I grew up in a little town of about 750 people, 30 miles north of north of Wichita. So, are you a Shocker fan then? Oh yeah, I like the shot. I like the Shocker Shocker baseball fan, basketball. Yeah, but I got to root for my Jayhawks okay. when it comes to basketball season. I'm sorry, I just I'm okay. not a shot. I'm a I'm a Shocker fan, but I'm I'm a I bleed crimson and blue as far as Jayhawk basketball. Okay. All right. I got that one out of the way. Go. <laughs> moving, moving on. Uh, moving right along. Yeah. <laughs> and anyways, um, I, oh, golly, I, my brother, my, I have, a, I have a little brother, and we grew, I mean, our, my dad had us fishing rods or a rifle of some sort in our hands at a, very young age so we were raised in the outdoors hunting and fishing and i moved up here let's see in 20 i gotta think about this my son will be 18 so we've been up here 17 years now um my wife michelle she grew up here she was raised in bemidji so she went to kansas for internship after she graduated and we met down there okay and so um that's that's it in a nutshell i guess so you you came up north you saw these lakes and you said this is where i need to be i'm i thought my gosh is this is i i couldn't you know grow where i grew up there was all man-made reservoirs and such sure. and there, the fishing was i mean i'd i'd seen caught a lot of walleye and lots of other fish crappies stuff like that but i just could not believe the sheer amount of the, the water up here it i was at if i would have been up here when i was young i'd have been a complete animal mm-hmm. just it's amazing you guys have a <laughs> you have a it, the fisheries up here is just, just i i don't have the words i guess growing coming from where i grew up and seeing it and it's 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 amazing <laughs> 
I think uh, it's interesting, Jamie, to talk to people like you or uh, so many people I know from the Chicago area who would vacation here and have made their homes here, um, how much more maybe they can appreciate what we have because we just have had it always. Right. It's like, you know, I've talked to some, you know, some of the, it's like, man, you're kind of taking, kind of taking this for granted what you got. Not, I don't mean that in a bad way, but. You talk to different people up here, and they're like, "Wow, I'm don't take it for granted. This is a great thing. You should lots of most people don't have what we have up here as far as resources. Yeah, they they really don't, and it is an eye opener. You know, a lot of my clients come from the cities, and they just it, they're amazed that there's what three hundred and three hundred and fifty some lakes within a twelve mile ra- <laughs> radius of Bemidji. Where do you find? Where do you see that? I mean. It's crazy. You could it's awesome, but you could live here your whole life, and there's no way you could fish every lake that's around here. Oh, I, I wouldn't think so. <laughs> you could give it a good. You could give it a heck of an effort, but I don't know if you could do it. <laughs> Fishing Paul Bunyan Country, presented by Northland Fishing Tackle. Jamie Elting, my guest today from Grant Creek Outfitters. He's only been in Bemidji for 17 years. So in those 17 years, um, and being on the water, the a good chunk of them, anything you're seeing out there right now that concerns you at all? Oh, man, you threw me for a loop. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a lot of people talking about zebra mussels and other AIS, and I, I don't know. About well, I fish. don't know. I guess with the zebs, they're here, and there's nothing we can do about that. But we can take, you know, we need to take every precaution to prevent prevent the spreading of them you know it's and it's simple stuff you know when you pull your boat out if you see any vegetation clean it all off your trailer and out of the boat and it's simple things if if everybody was do the little simple things we will avoid a problem a big problem in the future okay yeah that's that's true that's my opinion and and you know and please i've seen some people act real not so nice at the landings to to the aquatic inspectors they're just doing their job Mm -hmm. and so show them a little bit of respect don't you know be nice just be nice that's simple just be nice to them they're just doing a job yeah there's no need to be rude and discourteous and ignore and drive past them and it's just just be nice (laughs) sounds so simple when you say it Right. Um, well, really, if you think about it, it's not that hard. It's just, just be nice. It's, they're just doing their job. Exactly. Yeah. You know. So I guess if I had one gripe, that gets under my skin. Just be nice to those people. They have a job to do. Let them do it and smile and move on. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's just that simple. And you know, the things they can teach you and the things they can check may prevent you from getting a big well, fine. Exactly. I mean, exactly. It's the simple things like, you know, when you when you trim up your boat motor to come in, trim it all the way back down and drain the drain all the water out of your prop. Okay. That is very that is a very simple thing to do. And I got checked the other day on I think it was Northwoods Access, and I did that, and the guy said, "You know, you're the first person that's done that all day. I appreciate that." I said, "Well." Thank you, I guess. I thought it was something that you do, but, you know, I, evidently it's not. So that's that's a simple thing. Trim your boat motor down and drain the water out of the the prop yep. before, I mean, 
simple. Very simple. Simple things like that will create, may, will, will help potential mm-hmm. problems in the future. And it means that the zebra mussels are fairly new to Bemidji. I can't imagine that you're even starting to see any changes in the lake at this I point. I have not, Kev. I, I don't. I don't notice it being any. You know, they say they clear up. I I don't notice it being any clearer Bemidji than okay. it has. Now that being said, you know it could start any time. I'm I'm not an aquatic biologist, but just what I'm observing, I don't notice that it's you know clearer than it or non-clearer than it has been i think the other thing that's really cool in this area is that the populations really across the board of all species remain really strong um whether it's a stocked lake or natural reproduction things are looking very good in that regard absolutely and you know bemidji people say it year in and year out that just that lake just it just amazes me just because of the natural reproduction, and it just puts fish after year after year. It puts fish out. It's, Certainly does. It's great. It's great. Okay. Now, have you have you ever gone out there and done the old uh, musky fishing trip or anything like that? No, I have not. Just if I've caught a musky, it's strictly walleye fishing. You know, there's probably at least as many muskies caught by walleye anglers than by. I'm guessing, yeah, if you were to throw a pencil of that, the musky musky fisherman would probably be a little upset. (laughs) But uh, we we probably shouldn't get too deep and delve too deep into that. No, no. (laughs) We don't want to start a controversy. (laughs) Well, we're going to get very warm today in the 80s. I think we're going to stay fairly warm for the week. Um, What are you anticipating as people hit the water this upcoming week and weekend uh, as far as the bite goes? Golly, it's only going to get better. Um, last time I was on Bemidji and I talked to uh, Jace at the bait shop yesterday, he said he had 57-degree water temp on the north end. So as as it warms up, the 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 bite is going to warm up as the water temp gets. It's, Bemidji should be cracking here in the next week to week and a half it, as the water warms. Do you have in your mind a, a magic surface temp that you know once it hits that, it's gangbusters? In my in my mind, Bemidji anywhere in that sixty closer to sixty five is when it really, and typically in that you know, right around when the Knights of Columbus Walleye Classic is that that week pre fishing and after that it's typically gangbusters. Okay. Well, I know, you know, there was a lot of people that were planning to be here for that tournament. It'll be interesting to see if a lot of people just come up and, and just fish it to fish it regardless, even though the tournament's not happening this year. Why not? Heck. Yeah, if you got time marked out. Right, yeah. Well, and, and it's nice just to, like I said, you, you get you get uh, used to fishing the same four or five bodies of water, step out of your comfort zone and... Yeah. Try Lake Bemidji. I don't think you'd be disappointed. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't think most people would either. <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. It's it's a gem, far as I'm concerned. Well, Jamie, we certainly do have a lot of people listening in the area that might want to try uh, a guide just to try something to learn something new. But we also have a ton of listeners, uh, podcast wise, all over uh, the Upper Midwest. So you've got some spots available this summer. 
Absolutely, absolutely. If you want to go out, spend a day, half day, whatever, you can reach me on my cell, 218-368-1656. 218-368-1656. That's the best way to get a hold of you? That is. All right, Jamie Elting from Grat Creek Outfitters, outstanding guide and uh, nice, fun guy to talk to. I always like that. You know, that being nice thing is paying off for you, man. <laughs> well, thanks. <laughs> thanks, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even if you didn't know how to catch fish, I just like to talk to nice people. Oh, right. So, <laughs> Right, exactly. Just be nice. Whether you know anything about catching a fish or not, just that's be nice. Right. I mean, seriously, that's that's, that's right. <laughs> Jamie Elting, as always, great to have you on the show. Thanks for taking the time today. Yep. Thanks for having me, and thanks for doing what you do, Kev. That's that's awesome that we have somebody that's willing to tackle this every year. Jamie Elting kicking off a great week of shows on Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. We've got Jason Freed coming up later this week, Charlie Warreth. We're going to hear from Bob Jensen of Fishing the Midwest. And the Muskie opener is Saturday. So the king of the muskellunge, Kevin Cochran, will join me this week as well. It's all coming up right here. Fish hail, Bob Bunyan Country, Country.